Welcome to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mur de Marmion. On our program, we explore the ancient, current, and future modalities that are used in sound therapy and vibrational healing. We share information that is vital for a new paradigm of thinking and being to embrace vibration important for healing illness and disease. And now, here is your host, Mur de Marmion. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Mur, and welcome to this very special episode. Today, we welcome Dr. Thornton Streeter, who is the director of the Center of Biofield Sciences and the co-developer of the Biofield Viewer. And, and we're going to delve into a fascinating discussion about the human biofield, what it is, its function, how it was discovered, and all sorts of other interesting things. Um, Welcome, Dr. Schreeder. Hi. Gosh, it's such a delight to be with you. I'm, I'm so I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm thrilled because, you know, you're, this show you're doing is globally available, but it's also very much in my kind of theme. You know, it's, I feel like I'm playing at home rather than an away, away right. match. I'm playing a home match. <laughs> Yay. Well, I wanted to um, share a little bit about my reason, one of my reasons for uh, inviting you, I, I have been watching your um, research about the biofield viewer. And I, years ago, probably 2007, I caught an, uh, a podcast on, I believe it was the Energy Medicine Exchange group with you and the biofield viewer and an energy healer, a man who was, and you were doing real time uh you showed real time the changes in the biofield between before and after this individual did energy work on this person. Yeah. And I was totally blown away um, as a, you know, I'm somewhat clairvoyant and I can see that myself, but to have it like physically in your face, it was amazing. So yeah. I'm, I'm very excited that you're here. Um you have I caught a I caught a uh, a YouTube video mm-hmm. on uh, I don't even remember when it was from, but you talked about your background and how you got into this, and you cha- you shared a really fascinating story that was somewhat of an about face, one of those life about faces that took you <laughs> into what you're doing now. <laughs> Um, yeah. It was kind of an aha moment. Would you mind sharing that for people? <laughs> well, I don't mind at all. That's so funny. Um, although we are going to go on a complete roller coaster journey into uh, what is truly cosmic and meaningful in the next hour. I'm certainly <laughs> going that way. But I will start, you know, you start at the beginning, I suppose. Um, Crikey, yeah. Well, I suppose way back then I got my media face because I was a a TV kid. I was um, one of the highest paid children in Europe doing television commercials when I was, you know, in the 70s. And I often joke to people when I lecture that, you know, you know me, you know my face. You know, I'm the kid that Aquafresh used and Kellogg's used to sell their malevolent products. But, um, you know, my, it was my beautiful, innocent, smiley face that, you know, got co-opted into flogging everybody, these uh, corporate um, death boxes. 
<laughs> so I think, you know, I think I earn, I, I, you know, my roots go deep into sort of getting prepped for taking on Big Brother. Um, but, um, yeah, I think in my um, 20s, I, I mean, I'm not sure the timeline of this, but I dived into a shallow end of a swimming pool and, you know, you do something like that. It's a bit like getting trepanned with a you know big you know bottle opener or something. Wow. And um, the effect on me personally was you know to give me an awareness that I really didn't have before. But why I was able to then go, gee, I'm feeling strange. To I'm sitting in front of a guy who can heal me with energy healing was because I'd previously been at an event and to cut a long story short, it's called a Yagna ceremony and the chief priest was supposed to leave his body for about four days during this 27 day ceremony. Mm. He was supposed to leave his body because he was supposed to go and speak to the gods. So there was, you know, scientists from all over the world, Berkeley, Stanford, UK universities, all kind of witnessing as guests of the Indian government, actually, um, this great event, which was a kind of Hindu festival. And um, there was a lady there called Rosemary Steele. <laughs> uh, bless her soul, I don't know, probably long gone, because she was quite elderly then. And she was taking Kirlian photographs of this priest's hands. And for the four days... When he wasn't supposed to be in his body, there was absolutely no biofield. Wow. But all the way before, he had this beautiful, bright thing. And it was one of those funny situations where I think I was there as a journalist. I was making a radio show at the time, ironically. <laughs> and I became her helper. Because, you know, I could, you know, dip the film. It's all very old school, this, to, to, to reveal the handprints, which we were doing every four hours. You know, it was a night shift, I guess. I must have been on a night shift. But it certainly, you know, peeled my eyes, you know, back over the top of whatever closed third eye I might have had. <laughs> and, um, and I was suddenly, like, zonked on, you know, what the F is all of this. Because... You know, if I look in Grey's Anatomy, I just see a dead body. But when I go to the museum or an art gallery, I'm seeing all these clairvoyant kind of biofield pictures of Buddhas with with third eyes and wow. saints with halos. And there's just a mismatch from what I can see and I'm witnessing in science and what is now being doled out to us when we go visit our local general practitioner. Mm hmm. Wow. So I uh, guess at uh -huh. that age, I said, you know, I'm going to step into the breach. I'd already done quite a lot of Shakespeare, and I think I could, by that stage, leap into the breach in my <laughs> purple britches. <laughs> That's brilliant. How did you move in, into researching and developing the biofield viewer? Oh, isn't that brilliant? You know, that's another wonderful thing. I sat on a box with a lady who is still my dearest and most wonderfulest teacher and is president of the university that I'm a guide for, which is a UN facility, mm -hmm. quite esoteric. You know, only 30 or 40 students do a thesis with us via a research thesis, which means they can work at home they can fill a passion they want to write about some esoteric thing. And we've got the guides and the professors here who are going to, you know, take them through the process and get them their 
MPhil or their DSE or whatever degree it is that mm-hmm. they're, they're appropriate for. So that's a big part of my life. And 30 years ago, I was sent to meet this lady by some other strange set of circumstances. And she, as I said, sat me on this box outside her office and she showed me this book, which is called The Rainbow Colors of Light. Mm. And um, I was like, I, you know, I was like, she's basically saying I spent 30 years studying sound healing, you know, and light and, and Kirlian and all these things. And, you know, I'm now getting very busy as I've just been appointed at the time, the dean of a university. So she didn't have any more research time left. And I just immediately piped in, you know, oh, I'll do it. You know, and of course, I was completely in a, hypnotized by this, you know, beguiling woman. And, you know, you know, spent the rest of my life following up what I said I'd do. That's fascinating. Wow. Well, can yeah. you... So I wasn't born a scientist, actually. I became <laughs> one by default. And I think right. that's quite important because then you have a wonderful sense of mistrust. I mean, I've used the word zonked. I think it's really appropriate because I think a lot of scientists are zonked, you know. And I think it might be a good segue, this, because very, very simple way to look at the entire issue we're facing. You know, we're, we're all here with these breakthrough technologies and breakthrough healing services. And we're facing this sort of zonked bunch of almost religious leaders who are saying, oh, no, no, what you're doing must be not true. And therefore, all the insurance companies and all the hospitals are going to do drug people. Mm-hmm. The reality is that You know, quantum physics experiments showed us that reality is blinking between a wave state, a vibration state, as your radio show likes to speak of, Mm -hmm. and a particle state. It's blinking. It's just wave, particle, wave, particle, vibration, particle, vibration, particle. How do you want to look at it? And so we practice wave state medicine, you know, when that person is blinking into the wave and when he's blinking into the particle, all these brilliant chemists and pharmacists and like, physicians, are, you know, got all their chemistry to dose us up with. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, is that all has side effects. Right. Whereas when we treat people who are in the blinking second when they're just a wave state, we can treat them and there's no side effects. So, mm-hmm. of course, you know, we win the game of like cosmic dualistic table tennis. Whatever the- <laughs> Whatever the Maya is, we already won. I mean, we're celebrating the fact that we didn't all get snuffed out. First of all, when the witches were all burned at the stake, and then when they started, like, specifically taking out the Teslas and people like that of this world. But there's too many of us. It's like, sorry, the, the, the rabbits are out, and they've all been bonking, and there's no way you're going to get them all back in this basket. <laughs> That is such a that's such a wonderful analogy. I love that. And you're right. I mean, and that's really the purpose of this show is to bring this all of celebrate this. the bonking bunnies. <laughs> the bonking bunnies. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to be close to a um, commercial break here in just a minute. But can you explain the biofield to people? You know, what it is, especially those who have no idea what this is. 
Okay, well, the thing is, the candle and the sun are both a source of light. And when you look at them, you can see this beautiful flame, hopefully not flickering too much. And then, like, if you have an eclipse or whatever, you're looking at a candle, you can see this lovely glow around it. And so there's the flame, and then there's the light. Mm -hmm. So we have a flame, which we call our body double, and that doesn't flicker much. It kind of provides the template upon which the physical body forms. Even in the womb, this this guidance system is there for this mm-hmm. dividing cells to know where to go and what to become. But the biofuel is also the light. So when I look at a candle, I see several gradations of light, but then I also see the pictures on the wall in the room. So there's these gradations of light. In other words, I'm in your biofield when I'm standing in the room with you. Um, in other words, it's the human atmosphere. Right. Or, you know, whichever animal you happen to be talking of. But living creatures have biofields, even obviously crystals. I've done research with crystals, and you actually see this little wiggly thing kind of comes out like a. And they're very, wow, they're otherworldly. So they can zoom from side to side in the room, or they can, they can switch your camera off if they realize that. You know, you can see them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. And it's true for all entities. I mean, let's face it. I mean, half the poor girls in the world who have something like postnatal depression are being misdiagnosed. And in fact, they've got an entity which they've Mm -hmm. picked up in the hospital, some kind of attachment. But because modern medicine divorced common sense and left the church with, um, you know, those one of those people called who chase spirits out of people. Oh, poor, exorcism. Um, exorcism. You know, they left exorcism with the church and they thought, you know, that's going to solve the problem. But if you see the sort of shamanic story of visiting a Western hospital, it's, um, it's a bit of a travesty. But so in other words, the biofield is the missing link because modern medicine dropped it in 1905 when they said there's no ether in some experiments. Um, you know, there's four states of matter, solid, liquid, gas, plasma, and we learned that in school, but modern scientists are standing there going, you plasma scientists don't know what they're talking about, and we're going, well, actually, it's just the fourth state of matter, monkey boy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's ironic that what we're talking about is something so simple, but we had to wait for technology you know, an industrial revolution, a computer revolution, you know, high, um, you know, quality electronics, whatever it is, revolution to then have equipment sensitive enough to measure these very subtle frequencies. You've heard the word subtle body. Well, that's another right. word for biofield. And of course, subtle means it's bloody difficult to find. So, yeah. You just had to wait for sensitive enough equipment. But, of course, our equipment now does things by basically creating a pair of kind of, how would you call it, nonlinear goggles so that we can see the digital clairvoyance. It's a new era. It's a breakthrough because I can now see that that guy's process of healing works and that guy's doesn't. It's a little political, but what it means is that we can 
dare I say, deflate the elephant in the room and he can go back to being a cuddly toy and we can get on with the important thing, which is delivering global sustainable medicine, which is what sound healing, sound and light are the waft and weave of Mm -hmm. healing. So when you play, you know, the sound, I mean, my technology is, 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 you know, I see it like a, um, kaleidoscopic xylophone you know we're we're working with sound and light it's it's something where you know you can take a, a mirror and hold it up to somebody and say and this is where the healer comes in and his responsibility her responsibility what is the healer doing they're holding space for this person to have an experience okay and when they can see their stuff like a you know, energy congestion at the knees, for example, some kind of shielding, and they go, oh, yeah, that's where I have pain. They're able to have what was like a biofeedback loop. So not biofeedback. Bio, they can see themselves live, the whole thing. It's not like just the brain waves and you're going to try and, you know, get the target in the hole. This is you looking at yourself in the sort of scry pool. And as I said, with good guidance... You can fix yourself there and then, that emotional Mm -hmm. trauma, that charge that's coloring your field. And, of course, every time you look out of your own field through a trauma, you see the world a little differently. You know, rose-tinted spectacles and genuine pink clouds in front of people's faces. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I'm I'm confident that, you know, apart from the fact, as I said, we're celebrating victory because this is a spiritual thing. This is not, hey, listen, do you look at my shower curtain ring sales? <laughs> it's like the real, it's like the thing. It's like the Star Wars getting the little nobble, you know, you've got to get the bullet right down into the Death Star. This is, this is that thing when um, David has his fulcrum swung right back, right at the right moment for a little pebble to get whatever is Goliath, whatever is blocking us from, yeah. I think we we need to take a break here. Sorry, I heard music. (laughs) Go. So we'll be um, right back in just a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Redson. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded, competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. 
Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show. Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mur DeMarmian. To find out more about us and the program, please visit creativedivinestudios.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. This is Murr, and we have Dr. Thornton Streeter on our show today, and we're having a very lively and amazing conversation about the biofield, and we're just going to delve right back in. So you were well, you were saying you were getting ready to nail the elephant on the head or something? <laughs> oh, was I? Oh gosh, that's so naughty of me. Well, no, I think I think it's important because ultimately we don't want to beat around the bush, do we? Right. We want to no. be there, and you know the healer understands what we mean by being there. And of course, when you when you've been there, and when you're a scientist studying people who are there, you've got some sense of to being able to share a definition of it in lay terms. And um, so, when I talk about a healer holding space for healing, what I mean by that is that if you're present, okay, present, then you can manifest change because you've got to be there. To do mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. you can't have tentacles going off into your diary and your filofax scheduling your future. You can't be dragging anchors into your past. You've got to be present. Mm-hmm. And this is where the chakras come into it. And of course, that was on your one of your lists of you know what we want to talk about. So if you'll let me, I'll dive in. Oh, because, please do. Because what chakras do. And what they are is actually quite simple. And I've spent, God, probably 100 lifetimes and certainly 30 years going over and over again um, to understand that these are basically transponders. You know, on one level, you know, we've got this incredible body. but We also have this incredible toroidal set of fields that we call the biofield. And it's kind of apple-shaped, toroidal, donut, hole in the top, all the way through. You know, so when I pass an apple in my mouth, that thing is going to go all the way through me and straight out my bum. But because it's right in the vortex of this toroid, I can suck the living daylights out of it and then pass through the solid material. Um, and as I said, the chakras, they, they give us this sense of presence. And I'm going to explain very simply what I mean by that. 
Um, the last fellow who gave a lecture on your show was talking about zero point. Okay, so mm-hmm. we emerge. Our conscious being, one of us, emerges out of you know the first breath, <gasps> the womb, out of the zero point, and our first and our base chakra. You know, this Bindu point where we're getting born from almost um, is that connection with the earth. They talk Mm -hmm. about fight, flight and freeze. So what I'm saying is that chakra one, base chakra, is an anchor which links us to the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's all about grounding. Number two chakra, the navel chakra, think about it. I've just been born. First person I see is my mother, my brother, the other. So there's me. Coming out of zero point and one D being, getting to know two D, two dimensionality, the other, because my mother's there, my brother's there, my sister's there, my dad. The third chakra is that point when as a two-year-old, I'm standing there looking in a mirror and I realize it's me. I'm no longer the bird fighting myself. I have self-awareness. So there's me through getting to know my mother and brother and the other I then come back at the third chakra in my early development stage. And this is why they call the solar plexus, the kind of the ego, the eye, the little eye. And, you know, car salesmen may spend their whole life here because this is as far as you get. You know, you're on the material plane. You know, you've got a tie on covering all your other chakras. You're not going anywhere. So what I'm saying is that these lower three chakras are like gyroscopic vortexes, kind of, you know, the happenings in our own tornado valley. But they allow the body to communicate, A, by eliminating etheric material, I said plasma, remember, the fourth state of matter. Mm -hmm. We crap solid, we piss liquid, we sweat gaseous, and we fire plasma out of our chakras and all our little acupuncture points because it's very fiery stuff and it would burn my willy if I peed it out. (laughs) So that's how this works. I'm emanating through this series of graded transponders and I'm also able to absorb so if my signals are off I'll open this chakra like a satellite dish it's made of emanations I'm being efficient but I'm then able to absorb whichever color wave set that chakra is responsible for are you still there I am okay Oh, found something oh Siri's gotten all excited. She's like, I want to talk about chakras now. That's a brilliant. <laughs> bit slow, sweetheart. We're on a live show, Siri. I've never been like, like what do you call that? Spammed by Siri. <laughs> Spammed by Siri. That's so funny. Okay, so, so anyway, the lower three chakras... A gyroscopes at the point, the bindu, the, 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 the navel chakra. That's why navel chakra is all about relationships. So when I'm laterally interpreting a biofield image, I can see the mother and the father around the waist. I can see the sisters. I can see the trauma. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a map of interpretation that we get from all the healers who say, hey, you know, grief, that's on the chest. Hey, you know, indecision, that's here. You know, hey, you know, and they all saying the same stuff. So being able to see the biofield means nothing if you don't know what it means. And of course, over the last hundred years, the, 
the fractal iteration of myriad of little healing modalities that have developed, including a lot of sound therapies, um, have taken us, um, you know, and d- d- deliver us so many different opportunities. But anyway, back to my chakras. The lower three chakras are 1D, 2D, 3D. So in other words, lower three chakras deal with space, mm-hmm. three dimensions of space. And this is where it starts getting juicy. Because what I'm saying, me, is that the heart and the heart chakra are time. Mm. The heart beats with time. It's the bio clock. And the heart chakra is our mm, kind of magnetic clock, which allows us, the 3D body now, to surf on our board, which is our body, the wave of time. And if you want to be present, you've got to be on your board riding the wave. And I'm not talking about the kind of wave that crashes on a beach here. I'm talking about the wave, the bore, if you like, that goes all the way down the river of your own consciousness. Mm-hmm. So you just got to ride your own wave. You can fall off it. You can get back on. But get on your wave because this is you present Riding your being, you know, if you're not concentrating, you're going to fall off a surfboard, aren't you? Surfers teach us that about presence. Um, So what I'm saying is that the lower four chakras deal with space-time, and the higher three chakras that we refer to are our spiritual gearbox. Mm. And if you're not present, in other words, functioning consciously it's like the seven deadly sins and the seven heavenly virtues in the christian allegory game mm-hmm. um seven deadly sins are the chakras um, messed up and the seven heavenly virtues is when you master the ability to open it and close it like a flower or at will yeah mm-hmm. so so now we see the seven heavenly virtues being the brow chakra is lust and the crown chakra is pride and whereas that closes the crown chakra so i could be some benevolent fellow who's basically you know overcome chastity and greed and gluttony and and the envy and sloth which is the throat chakra but then they're sort of succumbed to the lust of you know all the distractions around the money power women and so they close off their crown chakra pride sets in and they're the most deadly people because they're of course sucking the living daylights out of everybody else to keep themselves in this elevated state kundalini state mm-hmm. but only humility that opens the aperture for the crown chakra the crown chakra is like basically like a frizzled up tube or they call it a silver thread if you're not tugging on it to the divine you just end up with a little silver thread you can you know astrally project and it's like your kite string but if you're a healer and you're holding divine space this silver thread fills out like a you know a New York fireman's hose and massive <laughs> you know prana channel is flowing into you and then of course out it comes out of your arm and back in and you can loop anyone in the middle of all this abundancy. That's what the healer's doing. But the the higher three chakras, this sports gearbox that I'm talking about is obviously divine communication, the throat, uh, divine intuition. I say the word divine, I mean, you know, this is, I say it's a spiritual 
gearbox. You've got to get to be present to understand your own divinity. And then in understanding your own divinity, you have the ability to not just talk shit, but communicate divinely as I am right now. Because Mm -hmm. I'm channeling directly from the pipe that I was just talking about directly to you. That's what I'm doing right now. And I'm on it. Mm -hmm. I'm present on my board. And that is me. Uh, What have I done? I've learned humbly with humility how to raise my kundalini by over... You know, like, it's like, you know, do you walk past, it's like the heart chakra's green, yeah? But envy is green too. So it's like, do I like you? I mean, do I say, hey, that's a nice car, Mrs. Jones. And just like, hey, for you, you know, bless you for getting a nice car. Or do I want it a little bit? You see, it's just, it's like, do I tip out of myself off my own board and want your fucking stuff? Excuse my mm. French. Or am I going to stay on my board and be happy on my board and just be happy for you? That's green. That's unconditional love. Envy Mm. is a little twist on that, a little shade, whatever, murkier, and it's me falling off my board. So, you know, this is sort of, it's like a, we're, we're a divine spawn, you know, bouncing into ourselves, you know, hopefully banging our heads together enough to wake the F up. Right. And it's ironic that we talk about the American dream. You know, I think we've all been under a, you know, bit sort of soporific, more like a coma. Um, you know, it's a bit like when we put water in plastic bottles, you know, it's like suffocated. Water is gel. Water is two invisible gases brought together with chemistry. And it's magical. Spirit is the glue. Um, and, you know, it's we call it H2O and call it Dakini, but actually it's JAL. I mean, it's it's the we're, we're a dirty bag of water ourselves. And so as we wake up to the relationship with the elements and, of course, the states of matter, so to that sort of crystal spell, it was just a white witch who made everyone turn to stone for a few years, we've been under. And so we're literally like snapping out of this frosty kind of deluded material, limited, you know, like resources finite and these buggers have got all our stuff, you know, that whole mentality into a like, wow, my community is so messed up, we don't even talk to each other, to, hey, we're going to offer a free screening service and healing service till everyone's so nice in our community, we've raised the vibration of our local space. And if we all do that locally, it's a kind of grassroots revolution whereby, you know, and as, you know, I don't mean to go off piece through the biofield because I've witnessed what we're talking about through the biofield viewer. 30 years ago, when we first started developing this technology, one in a hundred people were lit up divinely in this white light glow. Now, half the people I scan in a Byron Bay workshop or something here in India, you know, half the people are lit up. In other words, there has been a quantum leap in activation i've yeah. witnessed you know you know people talk about oh you know fifth what is it we're all going to go into 5d or you know 2012 age of aquarius i don't know i'd see it as more as a gradual seep that is slowly by one by one the past the parcel of love of realization and of course the thing you first realize when you become ironically realized 
is that you're always realized. And so then you go, oh, God, you slap yourself on the head and you go, oh, my God, did I fall asleep again? Right. And it's like, like <laughs> what am I going to do with it? I don't want to wallow there thinking I've reached the top of the mountain. I've got to go on the scenic route and take my community with me, whoever they are. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's work. That's service. That's us using our noggins and bringing the biofuel back to the center of the stage because most of the people listening to me are healers working with healing. I'm the guy who supplies healer with non-invasive preventative um, eyes to see what they're doing. And that's great because then the healy gets to see what they're doing too and that helps them absorb it all um but they also as healers get to go wow if i get them to take their shoes off and give them a chance glass of loved up water they seem to heal twice as quickly i can earn twice as much or i can go to the beach twice as much whatever it is so there's a sense that you can improve your choice and action of protocol by working with the lights on. And that's what we're offering. And of course, you know, we're dodging the bullet bullet too of all these nasty boys and we operate under the grassroots. You know, I don't biofield viewer, you know, the FDA or biofield viewer because this is a ruler. It's a pencil. It's a microscope. You can't tell me that this thing's going to have a label on it and it's going to be licensed. You just look down the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's a process. It's not a brand, if you like. I mean, you know, I think it's my next plan is to put the biofield viewer on the phone so that anyone who wants to look at their own biofield can, and to a certain extent, hopefully free in some way. And then there's a augmented intelligence which can tell them what that means. So wow, they're not just shelf like you know and i think that's that you know most people in the world have got this thing the little phone they can't bear not taking selfies of themselves so <laughs> let's give them what they want in the way that they want it let's give them what they need take an energy it, selfie <laughs> yeah but at the same time let it mean something let it not just be a gimmick and you're like ooh 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 let it mean like, okay, this is your shot here. You look great, sweetheart, but, you know, you could optimize this. I mean, to be honest, most people who live in an urban environment, when I see them, they have like a spacesuit of pink congestion. And it's like a candy floss of protection from all the Wi-Fi and EMFs. They just oh, go... Know. They dive like a, they have to dive like a submarine and their consciousness is just this little periscope, but their whole being is protected in this candy floss. And that's no good because then you're misunderstood. You know, you're winking at some girl you fancy and she's looking through like, who the hell is this guy? Because she can't see your chakras. She can't feel you. <laughs> you're all Threatened. Up. Yeah. <laughs> we have to take a break. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but we'll be right back. Great. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Do you keep past regrets, hurt, pain, and disappointment with you for years or even a lifetime after the experiences? Feel free to clear the air and express yourself as a creative, intuitive, and powerful woman. Listen to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with host Andrea Lewis. Andrea and her guests will show you that whatever happened in your past, it doesn't have to define you. Get ready to bring joy back into your life. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Our life takes a series of unexpected detours as we move along our journey. We can choose to accept these detours as something negative, or we can choose to create a learning experience where we can turn a tragedy or unexpected turn in life into something that can help others. To learn more, tune in to Embrace the Unexpected with host Bernadette Butler. In the program, you'll learn how she and others were able to turn setbacks into positives. Listen live Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mur DeMarmian. To find out more about us and the program, please visit CreativeDivineStudios.com Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. This is Murr, and we have Dr. Thornton Streeter on our show, and we're having an amazing, lively discussion about the chakras, and um, Dr. Streeter, would you finish what you were saying about your yeah. your ear well, Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that we only exist in seven dimensions, but I'm saying the chakras are the lenses that tie us in to this particular range of seven dimensions in which we take physicality. Um, so the higher three chakras, as I mentioned, the kind of spiritual sports gearbox, um, I spoke of divine communication, divine insight, and of course the crown is obviously that direct connection with it, our divinity, like with source. So when I'm looking at somebody's energy field, which is the important thing, and I can see where they're at, not just in, oh, wow, they had a trauma um, and how to, you know, bedside manner is crucial. Our bedside manner isn't actually bedside, of course, because we're lucky enough to screen people before they get sick uh, in most cases. But um, when we're finding kind of emotional issues, the language is really important. So I would never say to someone, your energy's blocked. And you're leaking because that's not a very nice thing to say to somebody at the mm-hmm. best of times. But if I say to them, you're shielding and you're venting, that means 
I respect something's going on. I'm not going to make a judgment on what I think it is yet, but I can see it. But I know that all dynamic systems will hold themselves in a near to perfect equilibrium. So there must be something going on in this person's life, whether it's environmental, it could be their partner henpecking them. You know what it is. Mm -hmm. So I think we don't want to wade in there and start clearing things up. I think it's more of the smart family has to do it for themselves because they've got to put the Stetsas and the EMF shielding on their phones and their Wi-Fi and start drinking harmonized water and the basic, basic kind of vastu feng shui building biology stuff, which of course is for optimizing the biofield. That's what, what that's what's happening. We're living in sick buildings. My biofield, because the ceiling is so low, is getting trampled around by the idiots upstairs. There are no idiots upstairs here, by the way. I'm just <laughs> there are no idiots. They're just people who haven't woken up yet. Um, so you know, modern building of stacking boxes—that's a business angle. You know, mortgage. I mean, get a clue. That means you pay till you're dead. I mean, come on, guys. So in the same way, diagnosis means die is two, ah means don't or not, and gnosis means no. Diagnosis to me means two people don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> so let's not go in for one of those and actually see right now the state of the flame. Mm -hmm. And when we see a flame flickering because the wind is on it, we realize the wax is going to go down really quickly. And that could be a good analogy for your life. So a flickering flame is not a good thing. So in terms of healing, we're actually trying to seal up the leaking biophotons and bioplasma and maintain more of a sort of ambient, symmetrical glow. We don't want sun flares. But it's interesting, if we zoom into the biofield, um, you know, like a fractal zoom using a microscope, using our biofield viewer, we get to see stuff at different scales which really is like peels back the sense of reality. We've seen light as sort of crystal beams and zippers that get broken and they're, you know, the, the healthy people, all these zippers are joined together and people whose health is compromised, these zippers seem to be broken. And I'm talking about a magnification where you're zoomed in, you know, smaller than a strand of hair. But on that magnification we get interesting information about the well-being of someone and i'm fed up that they don't do this in mainstream healthcare, and that inspires me personally to be like a global champion for health choice because i believe everyone should choose whether they want to wave med themselves or whether they want to particle med themselves it's a fundamental choice do you want to do you want to recognize yourself blinking in both states do you want to be blind to the other and say that it doesn't exist i mean you know this is the you know it's like the yin yang if you look at a yin yang that's messed us up for 50 years because it looks like two wonderful tears nestled together in a sort of beautiful dualistic harmony. And we got fooled into thinking there was this kind of good, bad, left, right, up, down, whatever thing going on. But of course, if you actually look at a um, yin-yang, 
It's a, it's like Banksy. It's a cartoon. These guys can't paint 3D toroids, but so they do the circle at the top as a black, you know, doing, and a, the circle at the bottom as a, as a white one. But it's, it's they're trying to show the shadow, the fact that you're looking through something. But they've only got black and white and a big fat hairy paintbrush. So of course they're only going to do it as. What I'm trying to say is that it's easy for a whole of mankind to get fooled for like a long period of time. I mean, Trump, you know, it's like, you know, it's like deeply fooled, but, you know, it's possible to get, you know, mass under a spell. And it can happen in a moment, you know, like somebody gets shot and World War One starts Well, the same thing. You know, you snuff out Tesla and then everybody's like, what the fuck do we do for 30 years? But I would say we're all back on it now. We're all back on the roller coaster and we're leading ourselves by recognizing our own divinity. It's like, no, 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 don't go seeking, 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 seeking the inner sanctum out there. It's right here. I am the inner sanctum. I am a divine being and I have choice and I have voice and I have legs to run and arms to, to you know, pencil or whatever it is I'm going to do with them but so we just have to accept and take responsibility and you know it's like just do it and that's where I come back to the whole thing about celebrating because you know if you are psychic and you are clairvoyant and you're able to do remote viewing and you're able to move stuff with your mind, which are called telekinesis. And of course, you're precognitious, which means all of the five pillars of parapsychology. Then you're one kick-ass ninja. Mm-hmm. And that's what all of our gang is. So, you know, which CIA Navy SEAL squad is going to be able to like take us on but we're not playing that dualistic game of peace and war up and down left and right i've already told you that we're transcending that by being bigger than that you know what i mean you sort of you hug and carry the other who's still a bit snoring through this next stage of the revelation you know, we talk about evolution, but let's not forget we also have a revelation happening, which is the beings, the, the universe revealing itself and enjoying the myriad of possibilities while it's doing that. And we're witnessing this. Mm-hmm. We're the witnesses. If they find other guys on other planets, then we can say they're the witnesses too. But right now we know we are. We're witnessing a revelation. And gee, wow, there are all kinds of big stone balls flying around in this ballpark we call the solar system. So thank God that, you know, the ancients thought these guys really were protecting us. They were like gods as Saturn took another hit and protected us back in here, which is star school. What is Earth? Earth is star school. What does he mean by that? Each one of us is finally going to stop twisting our silver thread every day we live a life, every life we live a life, that thread twists every day the ball turns. And eventually, electromagnetism becomes nuclear. And that, that tight, 
knot of towel that we've been coiling and coiling for hundreds of lives eventually snaps and that is realization and that is when you become a son and okay it's a long process i get it we start as a tadpole wiggle around you know it's hundreds of lifetimes but eventually after that they say angels blah 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 Son, yeah, we all become sons because we're then, you know, we know we're an infinite su- supply of this divinity. We got it now. We got the game. And so we're filling up all the dots. It's like those things we, when we were kids, join the dots. You know, is that a woman? Is that a lady? Or is it a dolphin? Oh, wow. Join the dots. So Biofield science is the key to understanding this spiritual journey what is a human being as opposed to a human doing and you know the last time i checked we're all human beings well we are out of time i am so grateful for you to be here this was amazing exactly exactly what i needed to hear and hopefully what everybody else wanted to hear too um where can people find you um what are your website addresses for people? Okay, well, Biofield is a good word to start with. And, and also, I have one of those names, unlike John Smith, where I think <laughs> if you Google me, you know, there's actually not too many, uh, you know, of us around. So, that you know, that's a good, you know, Alice in Wonderland dive to Google. And there's all kinds of YouTube thingamajigs. But, yeah, my institute is called the Center for Biofield Sciences. Um, our brand is called Kinder Health. That's who we operate as to market technologies to people like Tony Robbins and whoever else. And then, um, yeah, that, that'll, that'll do my main focus right now, our team, our scientific team, is working on something called the Human Biofield Project, which is basically a rip on the joke that was the Human Genome Project. You know, oh. the guy, you know, he like started with a billion and ended up with a million. I mean, how to completely waste a billion dollars is look for consciousness, you know, at the end of a pencil. I mean, come on. The biofield is our consciousness. And recently I've been speaking at a lot of conferences because people are still thinking it's like there are these little things, what do they call them, microtubules. I mean, I don't know what it is. There's an elephant, okay, we got a deflate or whatever. But the biofield is our consciousness. That's how, you know, we can feel and sense and project and I don't know where you're running out of time, but I've done a lot of research into distant healing myself in our yes. lab. And yes. know, that's happening beyond space and time. Yes. So that's obviously happening, sort of triage of that sports gearbox I was talking about, beyond the higher, above the, the four chakras. In other words, above the lower four chakras, which means beyond space and time. Okay. So I can I'm sorry. heal some. No, no, we're good. We're good. I thank you. We need to close. I need to announce next week's um, show. And I really, really, really appreciate everything. You're being here. Information. My pleasure. Lovely. Well, I'm glad you've given me a chance to blow my trumpet. (laughs) All right. Thank you again. Yeah. God bless you. You too. So next week we have Mandara Cromwell was the founder and board president of the International Sound Therapy Association and also the CEO and president of Cyma Technologies. And we're going to be talking about cymatics, the science of sound and the science of seeing sound 
and it's going to be a very um, fascinating discussion. So please join us next week and um, stay tuned. We will be doing our drawing for the giveaway right before the show and announcing the winners. Go to creativedivinestudios.com. Go to the, the show web page and sign up. All right. Stay tuned. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mur DeMarmian. We'll be back with another edition next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a good week ahead.